Welcome to our daily rosary meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. We've been meditating on the Eighth Commandment and the importance of truth, because the truth deserves to be defended from the air that attacks it, and we all have the responsibility to spread the truth. However, we shouldn't treat our opinions, our personal preferences, and our customs as if they're universal truth. When we do that, we make ourselves very annoying and we actually do harm to the truth. Often, we're more passionate about spreading and defending our own opinions and preferences than we are the truth. So we need to know the difference between what is truth and what is less than truth. The difference between what is truth and what is just our opinion. So first, what do we mean by truth? Truth is when our mind correctly understands reality. When that happens, we have the truth. I mean, when we know the way something really is outside of our mind, when we observe something accurately, when we reason about something validly, or when we accept the testimony of trustworthy witnesses, then we have the truth. But things like opinions or preferences or just customs, well, that's less than truth. Now, those aren't bad things, but they aren't the standard for truth. Because Different people have different opinions, preferences, and customs. And there's really not much more to say about it. So here's the question. How should we deal with the truth? And how is that different from the way we're supposed to deal with opinions, preferences, and customs? Those things that are less than the truth. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Now, it's a good thing for everyone to know the truth. Truth demands that it should be universalized. It's good that everyone knows the basics of science and math and history. That's why we have an education system, so that we can universalize those truths. It's good that we have street signs on one-way streets so that everyone can know which way the traffic is supposed to be going. But in contrast to this, what is less than truth, meaning opinions, preferences, customs, these should not be universalized. It's not good for everyone to have the same preferences and customs. I mean, I'd be crazy if I said, I prefer light roast coffee and everything else is bad. And everyone in the world should only serve light roast coffee. Now, I'd be happier with that, but I don't think I can make that an absolute truth. Or if I said, my family's always opened one present on Christmas Eve and one present on Christmas Day. So everyone has to do the same thing. If we did that, we'd be seen as an obnoxious lunatic. I mean, if we try to make everyone agree to our opinions and preferences, it's crazy. But sharing the truth, trying to get other people to know the same truth as you know, that's not crazy. That's not an imposition. It's not an act of aggression. It's a gift. And education is a gift. Letting somebody know that they've just turned the wrong way down a one-way street that's not shoving your beliefs down somebody's throat. It's a gift. It's a gift of universalizing the truth that should be universally known. We have to know the difference between the truth and what is just opinion and preferences. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Now, when it comes to things that are less than truth, meaning preferences, customs, opinions, someone can contradict them without necessarily being wrong. I mean, I prefer blue cars, but somebody else might prefer red cars, and no one has to be wrong. And if Americans like peanut butter on their sandwiches— and Europeans like Nutella on theirs, it doesn't make sense to say one group is right and one is wrong. But with truth, if two people are saying contradictory things, then one of them must be wrong. If one kid says 2 plus 2 is 4, and another kid says 2 plus 2 is 5, one of them is wrong. If one person says the earth is flat and another says it's round, one of them is wrong. If one person says the God of Islam is the real God and their God is a God of power and the other person says, no, the Christian God whose essence is love is the real God, only one of them can be right because these things contradict each other. If one person says there is no God and another person says yes there is a God, one of them has to be wrong because these things contradict each other. So if something is the truth, it deserves to be spread, but it also deserves to be defended from error. There is no alternative. Truth is incompatible with its denial. 
And in the confrontation of truth and error, we have to decide which side we're going to be on. Because we can't live in the middle just accepting contradiction. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. So here's a problem. A lot of people, even people who go to church, treat their own religion as though it were less than the truth, less than knowledge, just their opinion, just their personal preference or custom. Why? Because they don't want to spread their faith. And if their faith was a matter of truth, they'd know they'd have to. And they don't want to see other religions as being in error, which, of course, would be the corollary of seeing their own faith as true. But the thing is, if our faith isn't about the truth, then it's just a sad illusion. Suppose there's someone you know at work who is always bringing up his wife and kids in conversation, even though you've never met them. Then suppose a third person comes up to your friend and says, you know what? I don't think your wife and kids are real. I don't believe they truly exist. That'd be a weird thing for someone to say. But do you know what would even be more weird? 
if the original guy responded by saying, yeah, well, who knows? I mean, I like to think I have a wife and kids, but how could anyone know for sure? Anyway, it, you know, it helps me get through my day after all, thinking I have a wife and kids because we're all trying to make sense of this crazy world in our own way. You'd think, holy cow, he actually doesn't have a family. It was all just a pathetic fantasy. Likewise, either our faith is genuine knowledge of truth or it's just a pathetic fantasy. Only truth can support a real relationship. If you think your faith is less than truth, if you think it's just an opinion or preference or custom, then you don't actually have a real relationship with God or Jesus. But if your faith is a matter of truth, then you have to treat it like the truth, which means you have to spread it and defend it. Otherwise, you didn't think it was true in the first place. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with with thee, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. So, the truth deserves to be universalized. The truth deserves to be defended 
from the air that attacks it, and it deserves to be spread. The Catechism says that the duty to spread the faith is simply following Christ's mission of universalizing the truth. The Catechism says, Christ proclaims that he has come into the world to bear witness to the truth. The Christian is not to be ashamed then of testifying to our Lord. In situations that require witness to the faith, the Christian must profess it without equivocation. And in this regard, example is important, but deeds are not enough. Words are required. Now, that doesn't mean that we should be obnoxious about it, that we should be loud or contemptuous of other people's views, or thoughtlessly repeating the same slogans over and over. Sharing the truth is an art, and like every art, it takes time and practice and prayer to get better at it. But it's an obligation to Christ. It's an obligation to the church. It's an obligation to the truth. And really, out of love, it's an obligation to our neighbor. Because why would we want them driving the wrong way down a one-way street? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. 
Say, Michael, the archangel, defend, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Teresa, in that last point, I really made the point that we need to practice the art of sharing our faith. I mean, I, I certainly, I think some of the main reasons why Catholics aren't very good at evangelizing, mm -hmm. I think, first of all, most Catholics don't believe it's their job. Mm -hmm. uh, they think it's the job of priests and nuns or professionals like yeah. myself. You're hoping for someone more qualified to come along. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and... Or another reason is uh, they don't feel they know enough about their faith, mm -hmm. yeah. which is the whole one of the whole reasons why we teach the faith through this rosary so mm -hmm. that people can know more. Uh, but I think even the biggest reason is they're just afraid because they've, they've just never practiced it. They're not used to having conversations and they don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I... I think it's I think it's helpful to kind of brainstorm some really practical strategies to enter into conversations with people to maybe help them along in their faith. I mean, obviously, it's not our job to change somebody else's mind. Mm -hmm. It's not our job to make somebody think a certain way. We can't give other people faith. Mm -hmm. Only God can give you faith. But there, I think there's some practical things we can do. Mm -hmm. So uh, how about if I just throw out a couple of things and you shoot them down? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it, sure. Well, shoot. Just re kind of reflecting on my own experience of the years of, because you know I love good conversation, mm -hmm. but I've also failed in good conversation <laughs> a lot. Interesting. I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's failed many times. That's but, good to hear. That's comforting. Yeah. Yeah, I failed more times than successful, but I I was reflecting that there has to be a natural way to enter into more meaningful conversations. Mm -hmm. We don't want to leave our conversations only at the surface level because no one likes that. Mm -hmm. But but you can't start with the most startling. Yeah, and I this is something even I struggle with a lot because I love deep conversation. But I have a tendency to flow down the river, in a sense, and just wait or hope until something comes up naturally. But I have seen people who have that skill. Yeah, I, it, yes. I was in an Uber recently with a friend of mine, and within two minutes, they were talking about the state of the country and mental health in America and the lack of faith. And I was sitting in the Uber like, I, I barely have the brain power to give you my name. <laughs> You have the brain power, maybe. No, I meant I was tired. Oh. But that was a friend who's really good at doing that no matter the situation and having the right mindset, the right questions, questions. to ask, and the willingness to do so. Excellent. I think the main thing is willing to, willing to, willingness to do so. That There might even be some, some simple entry points mm -hmm. that are kind of discreet. Yeah. Maybe... Uh, Maybe you're in a conversation and you just 
because people always ask, what have you been up to or what's going on? Mm -hmm. And maybe you mention in, in conversation that, like, for example, you and I were just at the SEEK conference. Mm -hmm. And the SEEK conference was amazing to have 20, 25,000 people all totally bought into their faith. Uh, young people, thousands of young. That was an amazing experience. And to, just to mention that, or maybe you mentioned mm -hmm. that you were uh, on a on a pilgrimage or Maybe you mention a prayer that's been answered or uh, how recently you experienced some difficulty and God got you through mm -hmm. the difficulty. Maybe that maybe that's a way in yeah. or or maybe a way in is to uh, wear a crucifix or a, a miraculous medal on the outside mm -hmm. of your clothing in a way that might spark people's. Uh, curiosity right now you're wearing <laughs> one that is a fantastic starter I, I will say it's beautiful to have a miraculous medal but a lot of people it's not they're not necessarily eye-catching people wear a lot of medals for different reasons and even now well yours is eye-catching <laughs> but even crucifixes are getting so common just in jewelry and fashion that it's really yeah. hard to tell who's wearing a cross but I've got this really weird necklace that some people, if they were listening to the specific episode, will be aware of. I have this golden hand on a chain, and it's very intimidating and interesting and eye-catching. But when people ask me about it, I tell them about the story of St. John Damascene, how he lost his hand, how it was restored to him. I tell them a little bit about my story and my my promise to God. But yes. it's a really interesting conversation starter, but it's very eye-catching. I think you have to do things that are very visible you have to live the life first yes. and then naturally allow it to come up bring it up as often as possible not in a way that's pushing it on to people but the same way that if i saw an interesting movie i'd tell you about it because right. i because i love it because i'm passionate about it and you start by showing people that you do love it that you are passionate about it that it is real and happening in your life yeah i think ha uh, having visuals that catch people's interest mm -hmm. is very important or in your in your home mm -hmm. uh key places above your what the your main room where you hang out have something hanging there or on your fridge mm -hmm. or uh, uh a, a, an interesting book i know a lot of people who have gone through deep conversions because uh, a friend or relative had a coffee table book about Marian, a Marian apparition. Oh, coffee table books are good. Then you just leave your guests there for way too long and they get bored. Yeah. You're like, you've got to read something. Yeah, so <laughs> visuals are good. I think another way, a third way, is that when someone shares something with you of any substance, especially something that's been difficult in their life, to ask them, how did you deal with it? Mm-hmm. How did you deal with it? And then you might have the opportunity to to then come back and say, well, if I had, to, I don't think I could have dealt with that if I didn't know that God was in my life and he was going to get me through it. And mm -hmm. no matter what, mm -hmm. he was going to work it for 
the good of everybody involved. If I didn't have that, honestly, I don't think I could have gotten yeah. through it. But I, I'd be interested to know, how did you get through it? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, potentially, how do you think they would answer, Teresa? If they don't say, I got through it with God, how do you think they might answer? Mm-hmm. I, I don't exactly know. I think people have a lot of different coping mechanisms, and you'll hear a lot about that, certainly. Which then can lead to a fantastic discussion. Yeah. If they start to share you their... You can really learn if they're hitting it head on, or if most of the answers, I think, will be ways to escape it. Yeah, I think. And then, great, and then to be ready to ask some very honest... Follow-up questions about where where did that lead you? Mm. How did that work out? Has it led to a, a real sense of peace? But I think there's a, a deeper issue that I really want your opinion. I genuinely mm. want your opinion on how to handle mm. Because I can even remember when I was younger, there was the accepted idea in the culture that I've got to find a way to overcome my sin so that I can avoid hell and go to heaven. Mm -hmm. I think all that's gone. Mm -hmm. I don't think people today, generally speaking, are concerned about sin. I don't think they're concerned about hell. Uh, the general population would probably say the only two people that are going to hell are Trump and Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're looking for a someone to save them mm-hmm. from sin and hell. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for a savior. Yeah. What do you think people are looking for, Teresa? I think they don't think... Or I should, let me ask it this way. Mm. What do you think they're lacking? They don't have, at the end of the day, a reason to be saved. They have no desire to be saved because they don't have a reason to live in the first place. What do you mean they don't have a reason to live? Because this is so... Honestly, Teresa, this mm. is so foreign to my mindset because I know why I'm mm. living and you talk to a lot of young people, what do you, what do you, what do they, what do you, what can you mean when you don't have a reason they, to live? Most of them don't believe in God or don't think about it much. If they, if they have some amount of belief, it's something they push back a lot. And they find all these secondary reasons to live. Like oh, what? Oh, I, I want to live. Oh, why, why, what's my purpose right now? It's to get through college. But what is that for? I, I, so I can get into a job. Why? I want to support a family. Well, that's a good thing. But why, if, if what, what's your purpose of living? If you don't have a purpose for living, creating a family that you also don't have much of a purpose for, none of these things, they have, they have no purpose except for other things. Yeah. It just keeps on going down and down and down. Interesting. If you're all, if, so what you're saying is that if your only reason, your only purpose for living is to get to this next thing. Mm-hmm. It's just survival. But all those things come to an end. Mm-hmm. Then what? I mean, this, to me, 
one of the most striking things about this life is that every good thing in this life, it comes to an end mm -hmm. in this life. Yeah, and often way earlier than you expect in the sense that you might think that you have, you can hold on to that until the very, very end. So you don't have to think about the end. You don't have to think about the last five minutes of the movie if you're still enjoying it when you have an hour left. But you don't know. You really don't know what you could lose this early. It's not something that you can push off in the first place. And even if you do, what's the point if it's if it's happening right now or if it's happening in, happening in 20 years? So I see this seismic shift in the world mm. where it used to be, I need a savior. Now it's, I need a reason to live. I don't have a reason to live. Mm -hmm. But, okay, I, I believe you. I see, I, I, I see that. But how do you ask the question or how do you get the question, get to the question or how do you help, how do you raise the question of what's your reason to live? Because I, I think you're mm -hmm. right and I think that's the fundamental question. I think depending on the situation, you could dive in quite literally of what, what is your... What's your motivation? What's your reasoning? What makes you tick? What's your, why do you do what you're currently doing? But you kind of have to unravel that question. Me, by unraveling it, do you mean you have to ask them the, the follow-up of, okay, what happens when you get yeah, that? exactly. And if, then if, what happens when that ends? Because most people, they're not going to jump to the conclusion that you mean, why, why do I exist? Why am I here? Why am I living? Why am I making this, these decisions? What is my morality based upon? They're probably just thinking, oh, he, he wants to know why I'm going to grad school. Right. But you're asking, why pursue anything? Why pursue? Why pursue? Yes. Why? Just yes. why? And you, I think you have to keep asking why. How do to, you do that in a way that's not obnoxious or annoying? It depends on the situation, I suppose. I, I usually bring in my own sense of curiosity if I want to... Excellent. If I really want to interrogate someone, <laughs> I, I, I let them know that it's not just, they might not always be natural questions, but I say, oh, I'm really interested in this. I'm really interested in what makes people tick or why I've, I've realized how different people in our, I want to understand where you're coming from. So what is your, what do you think it all means? What, what do you think, what's driving you? I like that question. What's driving you? What? Why do you want to be married and have a family? Why do you want this profession? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to be successful in it? Why do you want mm -hmm. to keep, if you're in it, why do you want to keep going in it? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to retire? Why do you, mm -hmm. why, what's your motivation? Why are yeah. you doing what you're doing? Because it, it might be crazy, but then you can seriously take it to a conversation. If, if it just gets to, well, to be comfortable, to be happy, I, I'm pursuing good in the form of pleasure then you can still ask if if you were in pain if you lost all of this if, if it was incredibly uncomfortable you, would you have no meaning would you yes. would there be any reason to live the meaning would still be there you'd still be alive you would still want to live so what then do you live for but eventually if you strip away all of the other things on the side of the question it still comes down to why what yeah. is your reason for living, even if that's not the obvious question in the very beginning. Yeah. Because all of this can come from the initial question, hey, what do you do for work? <laughs> yeah. And why do you do that? And I, I, I 
I love this approach because I've always experienced that when I do take a genuine interest in people, I find it very delightful and they find it delightful mm-hmm. and they usually when I when they know I'm genuine, they they answer the questions. Yeah. But we have to I guess we have to practice what what you're saying is I think we have to practice taking the questions to their logical conclusion. Yeah. And I think we have to remember that this is not a setup for a brilliant theological Catholic debate. It's you are asking them questions so that they reflect on it more and you get to know them more. Because like you said, it's, it's not our job to change their minds, but it is our job to bring things up. It is our job to be a witness to the faith, be a witness to truth. Yeah. If you believe that is true. And the, I think what you're saying, the first step is if through questions, we can get them just to start mm-hmm. re- asking themselves yeah. questions. And you're not going to sit down every time you talk to anyone and get to that last question. You might only get so far down as why do you do what you're currently doing? Because this is your next step. And that might be as far as that person is willing to go with you right then. But it's still worth doing and it's still, maybe they're going to think on it more. Why does this job fulfill me so much? Why do I want this job? Why am I working? Why? And if you just leave them thinking on it, that's enough. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, we are at a new point in the world because... People are not asking, where can I find a savior? But I think deep down inside, people Mm -hmm. are asking, why am I living? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's what's the reason for living? I think they all feel it. I think they all know that there's a void there and they're just not looking at it. So maybe our job uh, as followers of Christ, maybe our responsibility is just to ask the question to get them to... To explore it, to look at it, to see it, to know that there is something missing. And that can be very difficult and very uncomfortable. But it's very important because right now, people are in a twofold stage of thinking, I don't need anything at all. I'm perfectly satisfied. But also, there is no meaning. I'm unsatisfied. I can't stand the world. I have no reason to live. And it's twofold. So you just have to show them there is. You are lacking. You are lacking meaning you're missing something but there is something that can be done about it yeah and i in you don't even have to give them the answer Mm -hmm. until they they, can reason their way through it i i love this you don't have to give them the answer until they ask Mm -hmm. and that's where you can just be a witness oh what is your meaning then i can't oh i don't i don't know how to answer that how would you answer it and in, in that case you can give your your personal testimony without in a way taking away the the reasoning from them you're not telling them what to do you're telling them oh this is how i'm coping with it this is why i do what i'm doing this is why i have meaning in my life well which makes me think that then we have to be ready Very to much give so. to give people our clear reasons for living mm-hmm. So I guess maybe that's for everyone listening to our conversation. 
we need to really think through why am I living? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the reason for my mm-hmm. the reason I'm I'm living? What's my reason for living? What's the goal of my life? Well, excellent, Teresa. Thank you. Yeah. I like when I can. I honestly like, and I always have liked that I can I can ask you your opinion on these things and, <laughs> because it gives me greater insight. Mm. I appreciate your questions because I don't try to articulate my answers or sometimes I've never even thought about them until you ask. That's the that's the beauty of good conversation. And I'm sure many people are feeling that same way. Mm. Maybe they're waiting for us to ask them a good question so that they can articulate an answer so that they begin, can begin to reflect on it. Yeah. Good point. Well, again, let's be apostles of friendship, good conversation, and the rosary. Share this with others.